So what should I be writing on the chalkboard right now? <laughs> I will only pick four things. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so we have um, introduced our son to The Simpsons. It has been our family evening show that we watch while, you know, having a little snack after dinner. We figured he was old enough and we have started from the beginning. It's all the classic episodes that we fondly remember from our childhood. And um well there there's a there's a lot more in these episodes than I than <laughs> I remember picking up on back then. So I only hope that he is uh, equally not picking up on the stuff that we now are like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some uh, some adult humor thrown in there. But that, I mean, that was always you know part of the uh, you know genius of The Simpsons back then. Especially was like it was a cartoon for adults and also children, and that was not a common thing in the early '90s when when all this started. Um, or was it late eighties? Even I don't even know. But it was around that time. Eighty nine, maybe. I yeah, think was the first 90. year. Well, there was also so there were these shorts that appeared on a late night show. Oh yeah, on Tracy Ullman. Yeah, and so there were like Simpsons shorts, and so there was a few seasons, like quote unquote seasons of these shorts that they had on this other show before the Simpsons got their own series, and they looked very different, but it was the same family. Yeah. And it's what really strikes me about the show is how much of the old show still does hold up. Yeah, these original episodes, I am laughing out loud. I think they're fantastic. I'm having a really good time reliving them and remembering them. A lot of them hold up pretty well. Yeah, and and you know, there's there's definitely you know a, a degree of things like you know homophobia or like you know girl boy stereotypes that. That those don't hold up as well, but it seems like at least the the intention overall was mostly good in the show. And so, like, if you're willing to overlook a bit of that due to the time it was made, and mostly, um, it really does hold up quite well. And and I, I want to also clarify that we tried watching a couple episodes more recently, like the, like some of their episodes from like last year or whatever. Oh yeah, we had some friends over, and we were like, let's watch a brand new Simpsons episode and see what's up because we all. Re- so fondly remembered the old ones it was awful it it was almost impossible to get through oh it was so unfunny like (laughs) i almost i laughed at stuff because i'm like i feel like i should just laugh at something because i'm so bored it it was a very different thing well i was thinking about this so as we were watching all these old episodes a lot of the basis of these old episodes are based around stuff that it's not strictly pop culture or or current events it's stuff like um uh edgar Allan poe's the raven right like they draw from that or like some like classic uh we saw one just recently where it was like wildy coyote bit uh but related to the simpsons so they were drawing from a lot more stuff there was uh you know ancient references and new references and like evil knievel stuff and things that are fairly timeless at this point and it didn't seem like it was like just of the time but watching the new ones their jokes were so based on everything that was happening right now that it's it just became so unfunny and i was almost sad 
to see nobody aged, even though I know yeah. they're cartoons. I was like, I mean, that's part of the gag, though, is these people never age. But it, it yeah, was but it was weird because like it would almost be better if they did at this point. It was the weirdest part to me was like they had like phones and like 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 self like smartphones and stuff now, like things that they didn't have in the old days. So it's like these same characters which existed like in the early 90s who didn't age who didn't age now they have like smartphones yeah they <laughs> were talking the, about the internet like it was weird <laughs> their time around them their world aged but right. they didn't that's why i'm saying it would almost feel fresher if i mean have you ever seen a cartoon that the people age besides like some sort of like flashback or flash forward episode that would be kind of cool that's interesting yeah but e- either way we're not talking about the modern simpsons because no. it's not anything that we are interested in if if you like it great good for you it's not what we are interested in so we are talking about the old simpsons and we haven't even set a cutoff of what exactly that means that's going to vary based on who we talk to um we have currently watched through the first three seasons uh recently and and we're heading into the fourth i believe tonight so well okay our topic isn't just simpsons we're not like picking simpsons episodes or anything we're focusing on simpsons characters so i feel like no matter what time period you're grabbing from and it's not one-off character i mean it could be if you really want to pick like a single episode character but for the most part there is a primary cast of characters that keep recurring and i think that spans from the old simpsons all the way up to the new ones yeah and so we're going to be talking about our top four favorite Simpsons characters. And in the context of the early part of the series, whatever they've done in the last, you know, 15, 20 years, we probably don't even know because we haven't even seen a lot of the intervening episodes. But uh, but certainly uh, the early part of the series, like the from the 90s, like that part, that's what we're talking about today. Okay. Yep. Cool. Honorable mentions. Oh, I have a bunch. Should I just like list them and then we can like chat about them? We can a little, see if yeah. you have some on yours. Yeah, yeah. Because there are so many Simpsons characters and so many of them appear like twice, three times, or they're in the background. But I do love how this town kind of exists together. All right. So I have Fat Tony McBain. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> right away you laugh at my first one. That's just funny. Yeah, okay. His name's Fat Tony. I know. <laughs> okay. So Fat Tony McBain. Dr. Nick, Professor Frank, Ralph, and Lionel Hutz. That's a pretty good list. I mean, so like, because uh, even though a lot of them are like TV personalities, I just love that they exist. I think that they're so funny the way that they mock actual celebrities or actual stereotypes of people. It's just, it's very, those characters have such a strong place. And I feel like they couldn't make my list, but I needed to say them anyway. Is that all your honorables? Yeah. Because what's interesting is that... There are a lot of characters, and there's a lot of reasons to like them, but I didn't attach to them the same way that that I did my top four list and that, like, small handful of, like, ooh, I just just really like the way they're written. I I like them. There is no overlap between your honorables and mine. (gasps) Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know, Not given, even Professor Frank. Uh, no, I, mean, no, I gotta no, practice. Please don't. Please no, don't do it. I'm gonna no. practice his voice. Please don't do the voice. Oh, oh god, <laughs> it's so bad. Okay, <laughs> we're not gonna do that. So, <laughs> I have no tolerance for people's impressions. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> no, please stop. <laughs> I'm gonna quit this podcast. Okay, it's my last one. I'm sorry. Okay, McBain. Um, no. <laughs> so my honorables get to the chopper, please. My honorables um, are Otto, you know, bus driver Otto. He's I, I he just has such a cool vibe, even though he's a total screw up. Um, I like Carl and Lenny. Uh, As I, a duo, 
Yes. Like, like a Bert and Ernie, they go together? I feel like they are basically one character at this point. Um, but yeah, I, I like that they kind of provide like the voice of reason in the power plant, like to, to like f- kind of foil Homer and they're kind of like, you know, like the, the common sense voice, but yet they're also funny themselves. Like they're not just totally boring, like they're funny and they have personality, but they, they kind of play like the straight man role in the power plant, which is fun. I also enjoyed when I looked this up that their name, their full names are Carl Carlson and Lenny Leonard. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up is Patty and Selma. Real, you like the duos. You're liking the duos. I well, I mostly just can't tell them apart. Mostly, but <laughs> like I, I like the the writing they have mm-hmm. this early on. Like they, 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 I mean, obviously by character, like they're very dry and kind of bitter and miserable. But they, they kind of do have like fun lines here and there. So I like that. Um, I also like Doctor Hibbert because he's just I, I just kind of like his vibe. I, I don't have a good reason necessarily. I also like Doctor Hibbert. And my final honorable mention is Mrs. Krabappel, who I actually, I really enjoy. Like, I didn't really care much as a kid about Mrs. Krabappel, but now as, a, as an, an adult, as a parent also, and as a, as a parent of the approximate age group that she is teaching, I kind of identify with her. I feel so bad for her. She's so broken. <laughs> yes. But it's like, I, I'm like it's funny you know like we talked before about how when we watch tv shows now as adults we we tend to identify more with the parents than with the like teenage kids or whatever that we used to identify with when we were teenagers watching the show originally and that's how i am with mrs Carabba. like i i i kind of on some level i kind of get her being now a parent <laughs> and knowing a bunch of teachers as well um so i i find that character very good so that, that's it for me so um i guess maybe i should explain mine a little bit i mean Lionel Hutz, I love how he shows up at, you know, on like every TV spot. If it's for an advertisement for a hotel, it's at, just everywhere. He just appears. Hi, I'm Lionel Hutz. And he just has, you might remember me from such mm-hmm. films as, and it's so random. It's like watching um, How It's Made and they just pick like four totally unrelated things. That's Lionel Hutz is like, just describes the totally random things that he had started. And Wait, you no, might I think remember you're confusing. You're confusing him with Troy McClure. Oh no! Lionel Hutz is like the the cheap lawyer. Troy McClure is the is like the the like kind of washed up actor who's in everything. That's who I mean. Oh no! <laughs> oh, Troy McClure. I want Troy McClure, the washed there up actor who's in everything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe also a little Lionel Hutz. I mean, they're both good. Yeah, yeah. But Troy McClure, for all those reasons that I just said. <laughs> Troy. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for fixing that. Yeah. That, Better now than getting emails for a month. That's true. That's true. Okay, Troy McClure. Yes. <laughs> on it um i love ralph for all of his ridiculous things that he says how he's kind of like the most immature version of the the student body in lisa's class i love how he is always set up to make mistakes or um just his voice alone and the things that he gets into like not having like scissors sharp enough because he he can't have scissors that are too sharp like just little things like that i think that his presence provides such a fun very very innocent like foil to someone like lisa who's incredibly intelligent Mm -hmm. and so i just i love having his character around that he's like he's not just like he's not mean he's not a bully he's just like this like lighthearted, and he's not picked on the way um uh what's the boy in bart's class martin martin he's not picked on the way martin's picked on yeah but so he he's just this like innocent 
baby child and yeah. <laughs> i even like the I way his hair him. is drawn like all those straight lines that just yeah. come straight down just <laughs> yeah he's just so endearing it's and it's ralph i mean there's so many ralph memes how can you yeah how can you not love ralph for even just the memes that have grown out of that character um professor frank uh, he has such a funny stupid voice i love that you can't see his eyes because supposedly his glasses are so thick like it's just glasses right, yeah. he's very much um reminiscent of like beaker or uh, uh bunsen from um the muppets it's very much like that kind oh, of vibe i didn't know they had another name beaker and bunsen yeah i, I never i knew beaker i never knew the other one's name <laughs> <laughs> graduated cylinder there you uh, go <laughs> <laughs> dr nick i mean that's so iconic hello everybody hi dr it's nick. Hi, hi everybody shoot let me fix that <laughs> you gotta edit that out no i'm not gonna leave no me. hi everybody <laughs> this is great no don't shame me like this i'm not shaming you i'm just correcting better better me than the entire internet stop you're making oh what's what's nice about the simpsons too is like you know we all know this like those of us who grew up in our generation because it was such a culturally impactful show like it's hard to overstate how much of an influence it had on people of our generation and and others too but like it it was just so important and so groundbreaking and so big for so long that even though i kind of stopped watching it after after like we went off to college around 2000 or so like i lost track of it then but it's still like all this all those references the memes the characters these are these not only hold up uh, to a large degree in modern culture um and are and are very widely recognized but also like they're they're just they're so like deeply funny because you think back to those old early episodes like when somebody makes you know like a, like a a um, you know a joke about Professor Frank or or you know about uh, what's the <laughs> what's the Wickham kid's name you just I just talked you talked about it Ralph Ralph yeah it's like you make you see all these memes all over the place and you still laugh because they're so like those early episodes and, the, and all those early characters were so well written and it was such a product of its time um, in a good way. You know, and and so it, it just all this stuff just holds up, and I'm getting so much joy out of rewatching these early these early seasons. Some of them I haven't even seen. Like some of the, some of the episodes, like I assumed that I had seen every Simpsons episode just through you know reruns and syndication and everything. But as we're now watching through the the entire series officially, like one by one, we'll occasionally come upon an episode that I've never seen before, and it, it's kind of interesting. Like it's 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 actually very. Uh, very delightful when that happens and, and i can i get to like enjoy this one episode for the first time so far i've seen i've definitely seen them all some parts i didn't remember i mean even just the parts that we never picked up on as kids oh yeah like there was the whole flaming mo episode how it was in such a direct reference to cheers right like <laughs> and we hadn't we hadn't seen cheers until have recently seen, <laughs> yeah totally didn't get any of those jokes there was like a basically a diane clone character in there like completely missed that so it's kind of really great watching it anew yeah there's also there's tons of like i mean not only are there like you know sexual innuendo jokes between homer and marge that that like we never picked up on (laughs) um but also like like there's so many jokes about being a parent Mm. like especially like a lot of a lot of like the issues that marge has a lot of her little quick one-liners or facial expressions there's so much of that that's really jokes about parenthood that we didn't get when we were kids and now we get them so yeah i i, I love it all right so should we read some ads before we, we get sure into our should. top four we are sponsored this month by doordash again again because they're love, still really good we love dashing those doors we sure do look 
let's say you want Chinese food, someone else in your house wants pizza, and someone else is craving Froyo, there is something for everyone when you can order with DoorDash. DoorDash connects you with the restaurants you love right now and right to your door. You can even now get grocery essentials you need with DoorDash, too. You can get drinks, snacks, and other household items delivered in under an hour. Do you think donuts? Probably. Pink frosting donuts? You can get... You'd be surprised... <laughs> You'd be surprised what you can get on DoorDash. Like, just check. Like, next time you need something, you know, whether it's a grocery item or takeout food or both, try. Like, search there and see what you can find. I bet you'd be surprised what you can get. Um, and you can just, it's super easy. You just open the app. You choose what you want from where you want. And your items are left safely outside your door with their contactless delivery drop-off setting. They have over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, so you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurant chains, things like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory, and so much more. We have personally used DoorDash. We continue to use DoorDash whenever we need to because, frankly, it's just really good, and it's so easy. I love just being able to tap a few buttons in the app. And just have food show up and not have to think about it, not have to do it, not have to worry about it. There are some nights when, you know, you just don't want to decide or you don't have time to cook or you don't have the right ingredients to make the thing. So you just tap a few buttons and it shows up. I mean, you can't pay us to like a product or service, but we actually really like DoorDash. Yeah, it's fantastic. So try it out. For a limited time, you can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code TOP42021 at checkout. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code TOP42021. Don't forget, that's code TOP42021 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject change, terms apply. Our thanks to DoorDash for their support of this show and Relay FM. And we also want to promote another show on Relay FM this month. It is Roboism. Roboism is a show by our friends Alex Cox and Kathy Campbell. Beep boop. Yep. <laughs> it explores how AI, machine learning, and digital assistants are affecting our culture. You know who would like that show? Alex? No. <laughs> Professor Frank. Oh, also, yes. <laughs> You can explore the humanity behind the bots that are quickly becoming a part of our everyday life at RelayFM slash Roboism. Relay.fm slash Roboism. Or in your podcast app, search for Roboism. Thank you so much to Roboism for cross-promoting here and sponsoring our show this month. For existing. And for existing. And for being cool. Yep. All right. So back to our top four lists. I want you to go first. Okay. I've been going first a lot. Okay. My number four is mo wait i thought he was in your honor what nope oh Otto was in your honorable mention yeah (laughs) i have a little different i have something to tell you is he in yours he's my number four also (laughs) nice i mean well we had no overlap in the other part so maybe we'll maybe we'll overlap all of them here i doubt it i'm pretty sure we won't but we'll find out when i get a hold of you i'm gonna use your head as a bucket and paint my house with your brains I love Mo. Like, you know, not only from like the crank call, like, you know, like that that end of it, um, but I just love how incredibly like bitter and nasty he can often be, but then he has like that squishy interior, you know? Like it, there, there's a lot of characters like that, but but I I like Mo a lot for that reason. He is obviously, you know, like not necessarily any kind of role model, <laughs> but he's a fun character and and I like him for that. I I love a bartender. I, yeah. I just I love the 
character of a bartender. I love the reality of bartenders. Like, I just, I like the vibe of most people who choose to be bartenders. And Mo is absolutely no exception. And there's no better dive bar to bartend than Mo's. Like, he's such a great dive bar bartender. Yeah. And he's so he has these like there there are these great episodes that focus on mo and one of them is like the flaming mo which we had just mentioned earlier about how it's kind of in a reference to a little bit of cheers when he was finding some success and then there's another one i can think of that we haven't gotten to yet was when he was trying to make uh mo's into a family-friendly restaurant and i love these episodes because it highlights the this character and we do get to see that like softer side where he's like he's trying to do something more than what his bar is but it always ends up back to just be mo's and the the prank calls are kind of like the icing on the cake for me like i love his comebacks they're so hilariously aggressive and creative like so it's so it's so so good um yeah definitely mo is up there in the characters well written funny interesting likable and hateable like yeah there's just there's so much going on with him that i find much more dynamic than a lot of the other characters so that's why he made my list yeah agreed all right my number three is lisa oh okay go ahead talk about that why is she number number three i have no lisa on my list okay interesting i like lisa because i mean obviously you know she is like well beyond her years the idea that she's supposed to be a what second grader right yeah yeah. is like comical wait second or third i i think i think bart's fourth and i think she's second oh well now i look this yeah anyway i i you know I, i like that she exhibits a degree of social responsibility and progressivism that you didn't often see represented at that time and so like that that i i I like that a lot even though the idea of this would be coming from somebody eight she's a third grader oh okay yeah so the idea that it's coming from somebody quite that young is you know a little a little out there but i think that's part of why it's funny she is in second grade though uh you turn eight during second grade typically in the u.s so that makes sense yeah, so I, I just I like Lisa. I like kind of like the foil she provides, but I like that she's also she's not a fully adult character. Like you know, she still has kid concerns and you know kid emotions at at many times. Uh, she still like fights with her brother, like a kid does. Like that's always fun. But she provides like a nice kind of foil to like a lot of times like she's playing the smart or responsible person in the room to everyone else's idiocy. And and I, I like the way she's written. I, I, yeah, I just like her. She's number three. I love the episodes where we get to see Lisa as an adult or a teenager. I'm just... Oh, yeah. I just... I love seeing the her... The flash forwards. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like her. I like seeing where she has ended up because she seems to have the most potential for a future that would be interesting and dynamic. And so I like when they write in, like, what she's actually doing or, or could potentially do in the future. Yeah, me too. All right, who's your number three? It's Otto. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I have one word, gnarly. Like he's gnarly in every sense of the word. He is like you said for your honorable mentions, he's a little bit of a screw up, but he's a like a, a lot of a screw up, but he's like this fun loving like kind of 
flying by the seat of his pants, doing what he wants, enjoying life, like keeping this like really low end bus driver job because he wants to like go around and go to concerts and hang out and like live his life. And he doesn't care what anyone thinks. And he's just there to like chill and have fun. Like, it's just, I love his attitude. I love how he, uh, he drives the bus kind of like a lunatic. Uh, sometimes he goes off the rails and he's like, we're going kids. And like the kids kind of love it, but it's actually a little bit dangerous. Um, <laughs> I just, I like that whole feeling of him. I like that he is, he's coupled very closely with the school bus, whereas other characters kind of like exist out in the world, but it's like Otto and his school bus. Like that's, the, that character is, is so strongly that. And uh, I, I just, I, I just really, I really like Otto. I think that he is funny and he's cool and he's so animated. Like his movements are really just out there like it's it's sudden and it's very flappy like yeah. <laughs> it's very fluid uh and and i really i i enjoy that immensely i i like i like the idea that he's like only really ever on the bus though because like when you're a kid it, when you have a bus driver like you it, you only see them there yeah I've, you only see them like sitting How, yeah you, can you imagine Otto walking around i mean i think there was like one scene that we saw him stopping in at the like the quickie mart to get some snacks right yeah but the kids didn't see him like but it, like, like most of the time you just see him sitting at the bus or like sunning himself on top of the bus or right. like, something like that yeah but like he's like when you're a kid like there's so many people in your life that you only ever see them at their job and and the bus driver is, is almost always one of those like, like I, I rode a bus for a while when i was a kid and it was i mean first of all bus drivers are so often like some kind of extreme character but they're never so, as cool as auto like, no they're usually just like really strict and they yell a lot because yeah. they have to but like the, like so, so, so to have the bus driver be an extreme character i think is a fun like way to play off of the way they often actually are but to have it be a fun character that the kids that you know that he is very childlike in you know in like you know a lot of ways but he also kind of like parents the kids sometimes like he'll kill he'll be like he'll he'll calm them down from something or have to like it's like sorry dude we gotta go to school anyway like that kind of thing yeah like, like yeah bartman <laughs> like yeah yeah so like the kids the kids like him but he's still an extreme fun character like i i feel like that, that's a nice way to play it so I, I like all that i find him very fun yeah and it's he's not the typical bus driver right like if you were to imagine what a bus driver is it's usually someone who's like angry and surly and like bitter um it and instead we get Otto, who is just like out for some rock and roll he's always listening to his headphones and like jamming along with something and it's he's such a fun character yeah he makes the bus ride very entertaining when it could just be like a very quick pass by scene, but it becomes a whole thing because he's there. Yeah, exactly. All right. My number two is Marge. Whoa, you're going for all the primaries here. Not all, but yes. Yeah, two, two major primaries. Yeah. All right. Tell me about Marge. I like that she like and, and when i was a kid I, I didn't really get a lot of this like like the, what i'm picking up on now as i mentioned earlier is a lot of that like parenthood stuff and and references and i like how marge is like she's not usually the primary character in most of the like main plots but she's usually involved she usually has really good writing and really good lines and really good facial expressions like if this was a like you know uh live action shot i would say she's a really good actress 
Mm. You know, and and I'm and obviously the you know, the voice actress that plays her is also very good. But like the way the character is drawn, I she really expresses a large amount of emotion in things like facial expressions and like eye expressions and stuff and like that. And a large amount of hair. And a large amount of hair. <laughs> I, I love all like the you know the tall hair jokes. Also, that was and, one of the things that Adam found the funniest first. Oh yeah, was instantly. Marge's giant hair. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's I I, I just I love Marge as just like she she is very well acted and slash drawn and also the writing is really good like the little quips she'll make or like just like the times that she'll do her little stress mumble like just there's so much there <laughs> and there's a lot of depth for for like a relatively small amount of on-screen time okay i think that's pretty awesome i like that you picked lisa and marge so far yeah i i would not expect that i just i guess i see those characters as so just there that i i was having a hard time like picking from the main cast i guess yeah hmm um all right so number two yep my number two (laughs) groundskeeper willie wow (laughs) i don't know maybe it's the muscles (laughs) (laughs) yeah when he takes his shirt off yeah i love when he rips his shirt off and then there's no indication whatsoever that he has those muscles under there i love when he asks the lunch lady to grease him up like yeah maybe it's maybe it's just all the muscles and the beard there aren't a lot of bearded characters. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, because beards weren't that popular in the 90s. Like, they, yeah. it was a very different time. I love his accent. It's like a whole, you know, Highlander thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, starting, I'm starting to see why you like him. It has very little to do with uh, his thoughts and feelings you on mean, things. <laughs> I just think Groundskeeper, Groundskeeper Willie's a little sexy. <laughs> a little, yeah. It sounds like that's the root of this. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it is. I just, I feel like he comes out of nowhere. He was in the background for like the first few episodes here and there is just like you know cleaning up graffiti or cleaning up stuff in the hallways for the kids and then i feel like as the series progresses he becomes much more of a character and on our watch through we haven't really gotten to that part yet yeah but in in anticipation of that and i i know that he starts to play like a more prominent role um not prominent he's still kind of like a very side character but we do see more of him and I just, I really, I like his character. I think he's a little sexy. Um, and he does seem out of nowhere. And that punctuation of his comedy, like when he shows up, I'm so delighted when he finally shows up or or they end up using him in something, even if it is really rare. That's why he's all the way up at number two, because the other characters just kind of fall in line and they become like routine groundskeeper willie every time he shows up it's kind of like yes it's a groundskeeper willie it's a groundskeeper willie episode i'm so excited yeah it's never it's never like a a non-event when you see him it's always an event right right he he's like he he is the event yeah (laughs) (laughs) especially when he takes that shirt off yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my (laughs) yeah all right uh, I also I, before we left before I left the topic of uh, our number twos, I wanted to follow up one little bit on Marge that I that I realized after I'd stopped. Of course, it, there was one of the earliest episodes where they mentioned her age, and she was supposed to be, I think, thirty four. Yeah, that, and, one, that one hurt. Yeah, and like you know, I'm thirty nine. You're thirty eight. Like that was hard to hear. I'm like, oh no, we are like five years older than Mark Simpson is supposed to be. It's like, oh, we, first of all, it makes you feel very old. And second of all, like 
when I when I look at other when I look at people who are thirty four now, they seem like they're so young. They do not have three. <laughs> most most people do not have three kids. It's very and you know because she has that like scratchy voice and she always played like the mom. I always pictured her as being older. Yeah, me too. Like when, I still I kind of do. Right, and it's it's very hard for me to see her playing like. You know, to see this like this allegedly thirty-four-year-old character in this role that I always thought of as being the old parent, <laughs> and now we're five years older than her. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, down to our number ones. I went a little bit of a different direction here. Oh yeah. Um, my number one. I'm really, I'm actually really excited to find out what our both no- our number ones are. Uh, continuing the theme of Simpson women. My number one is Maggie. <gasps> my number one is Maggie! Really? Oh my gosh, yes! Oh my god! <laughs> I never thought that a million years that you would pick that. I, wow, I, I didn't think you would. <laughs> so, wow. I'm so excited about this. I just feel like, wow, this is... Uh, high five, man! That's <laughs> amazing! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your reasons. They're probably similar to why I picked her. So, continuing the theme of, like, being very expressive... Even when I'm having a lot of lines, like Maggie is so funny and expressive and well written in, you know, in the way that that means when you have no lines, it's she manages to communicate so much. There's so many little gags. There's so many little like just like looks she gives. I am furiously nodding. Like all reactions. I love watching Maggie and it's so funny. You know, you know, she, she does very well play the role of like, Oh God, I'm stuck with these people. I'm stuck in this family. Help me. Which (laughs) itself is funny. Um, and then, yeah, whenever you have like little Maggie moments, they're always so good. Yes. I, I described her as the comedy sleeper cell because (laughs) it's like, she only has physicality to work with and some like little, like sucky pacifier noises. And I just want to be clear. I am not a huge, like, baby person you know i don't like go crazy over the idea of babies or finding babies extremely cute so like but real life babies are way less interesting and cool than maggie simpson but maggie is so she her personality is so clear yeah and it's like when she is she's used so precisely to punctuate moments of comedy in the show yeah and it's like she's and she's not i think she's probably in every episode or at least really close to being in every episode. But yeah, everything that you said, like the idea that she has no dialogue, but yet she is such a presence. I couldn't imagine the family without her. And I find myself rewatching this, paying so much attention to the animation of Maggie and the things that she does. And her, like you said, her, her facial expressions, it's, it rounds out this like primary cast perfectly. Like I couldn't, it would not be as funny without Maggie kind of stumbling. Even like if she's just walking and she's stumbling around, she falls out of yeah. something like the, the little thud noise. Like you can hear that. Yeah. Like, like the <laughs> both both the pacifier sucking and the falls mm-hmm. are so well timed. Yes. Like they they uh, using punctuated. That's a very good word to use. It's like they punctuate every joke or like visual gag so well. They it's she's just she's so she's always there to like put a little exclamation point on things with some kind of little visual gag it's it's wonderful and she is incredibly cute 
Maybe, yeah, that too. I think she's incredibly cute. Like the way they have her yeah. in that little sack onesie or her star. Oh yeah, the star oh, snowsuit. Her star That's the snowsuit best. is so good. Yeah. <laughs> she's just out like she can't put her arms down. Yep. Yeah, it's I. I love Maggie. She is probably the the best Simpson. <laughs> she is the best Simpson. Definitely my favorite. She's my favorite Simpson <laughs> for sure. I can't believe you picked. I, I thought you, you were going to make fun of me for picking her. I thought I was being so clever, and you were going to be like, <laughs> "What, Maggie?" <laughs> That's me. I thought the same. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, I guess after all this time, we can't really fool each other that much. Huh? <laughs> but you did. I'm so surprised. I'm completely fooled. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> all right. Uh, the really funny part is that if, if they did age, she'd be like 30 now. Oh, oh, that's even more upsetting than Marge's age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we end, we have a bit of a special guest who might want to weigh in on his favorite characters because he is part of our family and we've all been watching this together. So um, I want to hear what Adam has to say. Let's see. All right. Hello. <laughs> Perfect. You sound good. I know. All right. So, Adam, who are your favorite characters probably my first favorite is homer interesting why probably because he always makes such horrible crappy things <laughs> like like when he builds stuff in the house yeah like, like a spice rack yeah like the spice rack in the dog house <laughs> i do love those my second favorite is bart and remember when that babysitter came to the house and Bart was like back from nowhere and then it said the flashback of baby Bart driving a car in the yard. <laughs> yep. And I love then, baby Bart also. I feel like baby Bart is his own character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah, I like baby Bart. Next is probably Maggie. Yeah, why? Because she's just so funny. She keeps like falling over every few minutes. Well, do you want to know something funny? What? Guess who our number one character was? What? We both picked Maggie. <laughs> so that is three. Mm-hmm. So my fourth, my number four might be the guy who burps a lot. Re- um, Barney. Oh, Barney. Yeah. Yeah, I like Barney. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His burps are always well-timed. <laughs> so there you have it. The opinion of a nine-year-old. Not Bart or Lisa. Lisa's eight, Bart's ten. Right. And in the also middle. also Bart's Bart's been ten for thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> we were just saying like if Maggie was like if they aged Maggie would be thirty. <laughs> Thirty two. She's two. Oh, I didn't know that. She's Whoa. two. How do you know that? You two. <laughs> of course. Where does all knowledge come from from nine year olds? <laughs> I'm out, gonna play video games. Bye.